and thank you for joining us for our third episode of In Pursuit. My name is Renata, and today I'll meet with my friend Christy to discuss what she is pursuing in her personal and professional life. So without further ado, let's welcome Christy. Hello. Thank you for joining me today, Christy. You are welcome. How are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. Well, you look amazing today. Thank that you. means you've had a good rest. Yes. It <laughs> is so you. great. Mama's out there, we all need our rest. So Amen. she looks nice and refreshed. So we're going to have a really, really good discussion today. Okay, Christy. My first question for you today is, what are you in pursuit of? I am currently in pursuit of my master's in education for kindergarten through sixth grade. And I am currently pursuing uh, being a better mother. I'm currently pursuing being a better wife and being a better part of the community. Um, I'm currently pursuing um, better prayer life and being in my church more and helping them out. That is wonderful. And I personally know Christy because she goes to church with me and she works with me and she's like one of my very good friends and I love her. So all the things she's pursuing in life is amazing. She has an extensive thing, list of things that she has going on. Yes. I want to ask you, how do you balance everything? Um, well, mainly I balance it by praying at the beginning of each day and asking God to just help guide me throughout my day. Um, I think that's the number one way to do that. Um, second, I try to be as organized as possible. Anytime somebody tells me they need me or I need to do something, I plug it into my phone calendar and that's like my go-to for everything. Um, I make a lot of lists um, for groceries and chores and things along those lines to kind of guide us through how to get through those things. I love lists. So. I make lists of everything. Yes. Lists are my friend. I have to visually look at some and scratch things off. Exactly. But I absolutely, always add something else. <laughs> yes. I like to literally um, stretch things off of my list yep. that I know that I don't, okay, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this. I've achieved all these things today. If it's one thing, I'm winning. I'm already right winning. I'm already right winning. Yes. Okay. What steps are you taking to get to that dream career? Um, I am taking steps by, um, right now I'm just taking one class at a time at school. Um, I have three more classes left before I can get my master's degree. Um, I'm doing that because basically doing part-time school is where I can handle it. I did take two classes at once last semester and it just didn't work out for me. So, um, doing one class at a time is helpful to me. Um, other steps I take, like I said, just making those lists and just knowing, um, writing down in my new prayer journal that I just got, um, that kind of can guide my day and guide me through the steps to reach the goal. So. That is awesome. You have everything just so well put together. I love it. It's a goal of mine to do that better. So, oh, yes. That's good. And everyone, this is a mom of four that's married with a husband and a dog so she has a lot of stuff going on but she balances everything out very very well I'm very impressed by it she encourages me okay what has been your biggest struggle on this journey um the biggest struggle is is balancing kids that are different ages um I have two boys one is 11 and one is 13 and then I have two girls and they are six and seven and um, trying to figure out how to do things with that, like such a big age gap between the two has been my biggest struggle. Because um, some want to go to a splash park or some want to go do this. And just me by myself, I can't do that with them. I have to figure out something where we can meet on a common ground in order to do those things. Um, 
You got it together. <laughs> what advice would you give someone who is wanting to pursue a career similar to yours? Um, take it one step at a time. Don't rush it. Um, there is no rush. Just take it day by day. Mm-hmm. That's good advice. Um, I'm also in school as well. And um, just watching other moms that's my age and maybe even older go to school with kids and um, have to have jobs and husbands and just life things to see them go to school and do those things. Even moms that single moms that go back to school with no help at all, I just give them lots of props. So it's just encouraging to talk to another mama that's working and also going to school like I am and I get encouragement from you. Because you're doing the same thing that I'm doing. And you have two more kids than I do. (laughs) So we have to be here for one another. And we have been doing that. I appreciate this friendship. (laughs) What are some of the resources that that have helped you along the way? Well, I already mentioned one. Um, It's my career journal. Mm -hmm. Um, I just started that in January, like at the beginning of this month. Um, That has kind of helped me to list goals and prayer requests and kind of just get my... my, um, religious side of things in order, um, which is something that I feel like was really important to me to get that taken care of first. Um, another thing I take, or that I use is a, just another journal, and that's where I use my, uh, I use it as a resource to write down my menu and things along those lines for each week, and my shopping trips and things along those lines. Um, so, Basically, paper. Give me all the paper. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I need all the paper that. to write things down. I, I have like three different notepads for yeah. three. This is my grocery notepad. This is my to-do list. I have all the paper in the world. I love that. Yes. See, I knew that's the reason why I loved you so much. We like to write everything <laughs> too. down. I need to write it down. <laughs> I love writing things down. That is awesome. Ladies, get your a bunch of journals write it down write everything down that's how we make it by writing everything down and checking it out (laughs) who are some of the people who inspire you and why Uh, well I mean I think mostly um, I'm inspired by teachers Um, they don't get the credit that they deserve I don't think Um, I agree and I didn't really recognize it until I started subbing at school with my kids um, they're at that school and they are just kicking butt and taking names each and every day with our kids. And they have so many, you know, we sit here and go, okay, I have four kids, but they look like some of these kindergarten teachers have 20 plus kids in their room. They're, they're trying to round up every day and teach and pour into. And some of these kids come from things that we can't even imagine that they come from. And, um, yet they can still listen and hear these stories and still continue their day. Um, so I think they're my biggest inspiration. Oh, that's so awesome. And that's the reason, the biggest reason why you're going back, oh, <laughs> going back to school to yeah, be a because teacher. because I was inspired by them. Oh, I think it's awesome. Yeah. Personally, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a teacher. Yeah. Oh, and... I'm here looking at her. She's very passionate about it. She, <laughs> she literally has tears in her eyes. So when she becomes this teacher that she's already doing sub substituting, she's going to be one of the most amazing teachers out there because she is passionate about it. I can tell like I have chills just listening to her talk about it. I know she's going to be an amazing teacher, a good inspiration to these kids. These kids need good teachers. And all teachers are not bad at all. There are really good teachers out there, and I'm looking at one right now. It's going to be an amazing full-time teacher. Um, 
what are some of the things you are passionate about? Um, I am passionate about music, which I'm married to a music man, so that worked out wonderfully. <laughs> and I have two boys who are very passionate about it too. So it's yes, awesome. yes, you um, do. And I'm working on the girls still, so I'm trying to get them passionate about it, so which is great. Um, I'm passionate about education. I'm passionate about public education and mainly like community schools and trying to wrap um, like local neighborhoods around the schools in their community, trying to get them involved and um, get them into those schools yeah. so they can continue to improve and get better. Yeah. What, what do you feel about the PTO? Like the stage of the PTO? Like, okay, so at our um, elementary school, we have a great PTO, which is a parent-teacher organization. They're the ones that help raise funds to better our schools for things that like the um, government won't pay for for schooling. So currently at our elementary school, our local elementary school, our PTO raised funds and bought new computers for our entire computer lab. That is um, awesome. $15,000 worth of brand new computers. So having those kinds of people and those kinds of um, those kinds of families in our community schools makes such a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Teacher Appreciation Week coming up at the beginning of February and at, in doing by doing that we can surround our teachers and even our staff at the school because we take care of all of them and provide lunches and gifts and just show them how much we love them. And when you have a community that's supporting your school, you can help get those funds in order to do those kinds of things. Yeah. I think it's, a, it's very important that their parents learn to be more involved with school activities, events. Just be involved in your kid's life. When your kids see that you're actively involved in school, then it makes them want to do more in school because they know that, for the most part, that my mom, she's up here for everything. She comes here for meetings. She comes here for programs. She comes here just to talk to my teachers, and they appreciate that. And, and you it know, needs to be more parent involvement. It's so, so much true, more parent involvement. And it's great because some of those teachers have become some of my awesome friends and when they teach my kids I know I can go to them with anything and they'll come to me with anything that needs to be shared Mm -hmm. and my kids knowing that I'm in that school and Mm -hmm. doing a lot of things Mm -hmm. I feel like they are better behaved and do better because they know I'm there because you're involved in it and they see you if mom makes this her biggest concern my my schooling what I'm doing in school and she's in here and she's involved I need to make sure I'm doing the right thing because I know mom's going to be up here at some point yeah. to do something in school kids need to see that my middle school boys know that I have a texting relationship with their high school or with their middle school principal that is <laughs> so. awesome <laughs> they know they're not getting away with anything that's so good having a relationship with the teachers where you can text them and a lot and it's really sad because a lot of times when you are involved in school yep and you come up there and they're like, thank you. They, they thank you for coming to school for a meeting that's concerning your your kid. Yep. Because a lot of parents do not come to meetings. I've heard a lot of times that parents don't come because maybe they're working or they just, they never see them. So you when I go. You can take that time. You can take that 15 yes, minutes to go into yes, school and, and figure out what's to, going on with your kids. Yeah. Kids are, when you have kids, they're like the most important thing. You have to put time into them. Well, it's a lot of work. It's hard. And even in this day and age, with all of us having cell phones at our fingertips mm-hmm. and computers in front of us, and even notes that come home, you can always have a relationship with a teacher. Yep. Like you said, you text them. You text them. You email them. Email them. You mm-hmm. call them. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, there's so many different ways that you can do that. It's, it's no reason that for you to have no involvement with your kids' teachers. I know as they get older, it gets harder yep. for that, but you have to make an effort. Yeah. If it even once a week to just email all the teachers, how's my kid doing in school? Are they struggling with anything? 
two simple sentences makes a world of difference. If your kids know you're involved and you calling those teachers and keeping in touch with them or emailing them, oh, they're going to make sure that they're getting everything together because you let them know, hey, I talked to your teacher today. And I know that you're not doing this or you're doing good at this. They know that. But if you never do that with your kids, they feel like you don't, that, that you don't care about what they're doing in school. And most of the time, they'll just act up or they won't do certain things because you're not keeping up with anything. Exactly. Yep. So you so have true. to keep up with that. That is true. Yep. I wish more parents were more involved in their kids' life. 100%. Yeah. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? So 10 years from now, I will have two of my children, hopefully, in college, and <laughs> <laughs> college. <laughs> and um, my other two will be getting ready to graduate and go off to college. So um, I kind of see myself in the education field being a teacher and still being a mom. I mean, I don't really see it any different except I'm going to have teenagers which scares me so <laughs> I'm just going to have more biggest... teenagers in my house <laughs> like, more te- teenagers gone more teenagers uh, coming more in, coming in behind them. Yeah, but hey you got this I think mainly I, just, I see myself pursuing my dreams good your dreams Christy's dreams my dreams that's yeah. good because it'll be more time travel. for that's right I want to travel I love traveling I just want to I, I wish that I could go to a different place once a month if I had all the money that I could possibly have in this whole entire world, yeah. I would travel one place for one week every month. Yes, I agree. And I would volunteer. I love volunteering, so I would definitely go and volunteer. We could do that together. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm in. Ten years. All right. You got this? I'm on it. We together? <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Okay. As a teacher, what would you do to change people's perspectives on teaching? have a perspective that teachers are just mean and they're just you know they they're lazy and they they get off on holidays and they just they just don't have to do anything um my biggest thing with that would be shut your mouth because it's not true um holidays and all of those times you don't see what teachers are doing when they're at home they're still grading papers. They're, they're still planning. They're still doing all of the things that they have to do to get ready to teach your child. Yeah. And so any of that time that you say that they have off, most of the time they're, they're shopping working. or they're working or they're grading or they're planning or they're doing something. They're thinking mm-hmm. about that child that doesn't have a great home life. They're mm-hmm. constantly losing sleep at night because of that. I've heard the stories. I know it's true. I've talked to more than... 10, 15 teachers about it, and they're constantly thinking about teaching and what their job is. So, wow, mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't, honestly, I didn't ever think about like on their vacations that they're still working. Yeah. They have those tie that time off for the day off. They're probably grading papers or trying to figure out how to help Sally with her home situation because you're more than a teacher when you're a teacher you're I mean I know teachers uh, that go to houses and visit houses to try to get to talk to a parent about their child wow. a parent won't come in but they'll go to a house out in the middle of crazy town USA mm-hmm. trying to find the house that that child lives in so they can actually try to build a relationship with that family member and those are the good teachers yeah. not all think teachers. about our school right now our school has what they just started this year called the breakfast club um, at the breakfast club, they take any child that they see come in that doesn't look presentable, their hair brushed, teeth brushed, smells, dirty clothes, anything like that, 
and they take funds and they use that to get toothbrushes, anything that that child would need, underwear even, to make them presentable and clean so that they don't get made fun of at school. So. That is amazing. At, at Gallup. They have something that they've started called a comfort closet, which they can send home shampoos, conditioners, toothpaste, deodorant for girls, any girls' necessities that they need, that they can send home with some of these kids so that they actually have something that they can use to be presentable. That is good. Because when kids can come to school and they're clean and they're well-fed and their hair looks nice, they have more confidence when they go to do their schoolwork. If they come to school the total opposite, then it affects their confidence. They constantly think about... Is everybody looking at me? How do I smell? Am I looking? How's my hair looking? And it's, you're not learning because you're so focused on how you look and maybe being hungry because you didn't get a meal or something. I think that's awesome. We also had what a washer doing. and dryer donated to us this year so that we could wash some of the clothes and send them home with clean clothes. That is so good. Isn't it crazy? That is so good. That is amazing. I, I, could, I didn't know that Gal was doing all these oh. awesome things. When my kids were going there, I, I saw some of the things they were doing, but it's been a little minute. Yeah. I think that the Breakfast Club is something that all schools should implement. It's so great. And they, okay, let's put it this way. Um, like our, like when I say our community is completely like surrounding our school and it's mm-hmm. becoming a better school, mm-hmm. um, we had somebody donate, I think it was something like 20 coats at the beginning of the winter um, so kids could take a coat home if they needed it. Um, we had somebody donate like... Fifty pairs of tennis shoes, so that they kids could. Go, I think it was a company. I can't remember what company. I'd love to give them a shout out, but um, so that some of the kids that had run down or nasty shoes could come and get a new pair of shoes. That is so good. That is so. I'm just thinking about if all the like families could get together and donate something like every month. Yeah. Think about how how much stuff the schools could get. And I know a lot of times with those food pantries and those things like that, the clothing closets, a lot of the kids are embarrassed to even go and get anything out of there, but it's there for that. Well, we also have a local church that does a collection, and they call it the Backpack Club. And on every Friday, they send home snacks and some healthy snacks and just some other things to sustain some of these kids over the weekend so that they actually have some kind of food and healthy food to eat. That is so good. That's That's like their community involvement. That's good. Galway has a lot of community involvement. They do. I love that. I just wish schools around, all around, that's everywhere, not just here, but all over the world would just get involved with the schools. These kids need that so bad. They do. Are there there some things you would like to change about the school systems? Um, I would say with that, my main problem sometimes is how they handle discipline. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. I understand where they're coming with um, disciplining the whole child, um, which means that they're, they're just trying to get to them socially, emotionally, and all of those things. But I also feel like sometimes they let kids off the hook, and I don't think it's helpful. I think it hurts them, and then the kids who are behaving see that, and they're like, well, he got away with it, so can I. Mm-hmm. So um, I think discipline would be my main problem in yeah. the education system. That's good. Is there anything else that you would like to say about teaching? Or? No, I, I, mean, I guess mainly what I would say is that I just can't wait to get in there. So I think I, I can't wait to get my own class, my own kids. Yes. And be able to build those relationships with parents. Yeah, because I've got to teach right now, and I've made some great 
contact and great, you know, relationships with some of the students, but mainly like, you know, they're not my kids. I want my kids. I want my classroom. I want to learn all about them and their family lives and help them as much as I can. That is awesome. I have a lot to give. You do. I do. So how long before you're done with your master's degree? So I still have, I'm in a class right now and then I have two more classes after that. But then I also have to take what they call content competency classes. Mm -hmm. Um, When I got my bachelor's degree, I was on the business side of things. Mm -hmm. And so now I have to take some classes that correspond with education. Mm -hmm. And so like I took statistics for business purposes, Mm -hmm. but that didn't cut it for them. So now I have to take statistics for education purposes. Mm -hmm. And so there's a couple different classes that I have to take like that. And then I have to test out of some other ones. Then after that's done, then I'll have to do my testing, like the teacher's certification testing. And then after that, I can do my student teaching. Um, So I'll have two different eight-week student teaching classes. And I'm hoping I can do them at my elementary school. I think that yeah. The good thing is you already been doing substituting, so yes, they know I feel me. like I've learned so much too. Oh, and yeah, you would be a amazing student teacher. Yeah. I feel like you could be like the teacher, not the student yeah. teacher. But I mean, it'll be nice to get in there and get my hands dirty and mm-hmm. start learning some of the things. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited for you. Thank you. You're gonna be an amazing teacher. I, hope so. I can tell. <laughs> I know so. You're so like passionate about it. Whenever you're passionate about something, you're gonna do very well in it. You're already doing it now. You just gonna have your own actual classroom. And I'm so happy that I know you. I know. I love you. I love you, too. Thanks. Everybody, this was like an amazing, amazing, amazing interview. I love this woman so mm-hmm. much. She is my really good friend. And I'm so thankful for everyone who joined us today to listen to this third episode of In Pursuit. Um, thank you for joining us. Thank you. And please join us for our next episode of In Pursuit, hopefully in like maybe a week from now. Um... Have a good day, and we'll see you later. Bye.